Welcome to The Positivity Effect, where paying it forward and doing something positive in someone's life can provide them with the confidence and motivation to do the same for someone else. Like a stone dropped into a lake, let's create a ripple effect of positivity throughout our world. And it begins with your host, Dr. Thomas Retcher. Hey, what's up, guys? Dr. Tom here, and you're listening to The Positivity Effect, episode number 85, Continuous Improvement Daily. Thank you guys for tuning into today's show. We have an awesome part two with today's guest, but first off, come find me on Snapchat, the best platform out there for connecting right now. I say the best because it's just great. It's, it's such a fun way to connect with people, and it's been really awesome connecting with those of you that have reached out to me and and just fun snaps back and forth and sharing how the show is, is impacting your life. So thank you guys for that. And as well, the Positivity Effects store is live. Just head over to PositivityEffects.com. Check out some of the cool stuff I got up there. And it's a great way to support the show. So Justin Christensen is back today for day two. He is the best-selling author of the book, Conversion Fanatic, How to Double Your Customers, Sales and Profits with A-B Testing. And he's a 14-year veteran of digital marketing. He's worked with hundreds of profitable campaigns. And he knows how to help companies effectively improve their results. The company he is the co-founder of and president of, Conversion Fanatics, is a solution to capture those bigger growth opportunities for businesses through hands-on, data-driven optimization and split testing. And yesterday, we took a lot of those important themes of what his business is about in the business world and we applied it to our daily lives and we spoke about those words conversion and congruency and he's back today we're going to talk about some lessons that really affected him deeply uh, through writing his book and just the, the, the thought process about what it means to have this idea of continuous improvement daily and why we have to focus on the process not the end goal. So guys, head over to conversionfanatics.com to check out more about what Justin is doing and what his business is about, as well as going to clickso.com, that's C-L-Y-X-O.com slash Justin Christensen for all of his social profiles. So help me welcome him now to The Positivity Effect. Hey, what's going on, Justin? Welcome back to The Positivity Effect. Hey, Thomas. Thanks for having me back. Thank you so much for coming on. And, and we had a wonderful chat yesterday. There was so much that we talked about. And today, I want to jump right into it. I want to talk about the book. You mentioned that you're an entrepreneur, you're a business owner, you, you, you've done some speaking engagements, and, and also now you're an author and, you, and a book that just came out in 2015, last quarter of last year. So I'd love for you to just talk about the book a little bit, how it ties into your business, but we're going to kind of get into the, the nuts and bolts of, of what it means to be an author and, and what that kind of means to relates to our lives as well. Okay. Yeah. Well, I had kind of had a dream, you know, kind of on my vision board for a while to write a book. And even over my career, I just never really had the outlet. And specifically on what I wanted to write about, I knew I wanted to write about something marketing, but I really didn't know specifically. And then as we got a lot of traction and conversion fanatics started growing, I decided that um, people really needed to be educated on 
why optimization is important. But so I kind of set out to make that my mission. And I didn't want to write just another book with theory and fluffed up information. I wanted to write it from a standpoint that it's some tangible, actionable information that people can take and use. Um, so that's what kind of stemmed from it. And I really didn't have a target audience in mind. I just wanted to educate people as a whole. And as a result, I've had beginners um, say fantastic things about the book, as well as seasoned veterans saying they got a lot out of the the information that I wrote as well. What were some of the lessons uh, for you just through going through this whole process of, of writing a book? Because it could be a big thing from from the idea to the inception to the creation to the printing, you know, the whole just the whole process can be very daunting for a lot of people if they even just think about it. Well, I figured out I'm not going to make my professional career as a writer. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was uh, it took me over a year to write it, even though there's only about 30,000 words in the book, um, took me over a year to write it. And it took um, a little bit of time and effort because I didn't want to just put something out there for the sake of putting it out there. So I did my diligence in putting together kind of the outline. And then from there, it kind of wrote itself. I mean, really, because I talk about this stuff all day is once I had the outline, I just worked on it consistently. And then won the finished process, then we went into editing and she absolutely destroyed it um, (laughs) to make it something readable. (laughs) Um, Because I just kind of threw stuff on a page and then said, here, make this into a book. Um, <laughs> so we went back and forth on that and I self-published it and I really didn't have any expected outcomes, really. I, di- I didn't have any expectations for what it would do. All I know is I was very um, happy with the end result and I was fortunate enough that people loved it enough that it became a bestseller. That's awesome. Now, thinking back to what we spoke about yesterday, do you think you'd be able to, would you have been able to write this book on top of everything that you're doing in your life? If you had mentioned yesterday that you had given up alcohol, would you have been able to do that if you were still having, you know, if that was a part of your life? I don't think so. Um, because it was, it was hard. It was not an easy process to write a book. Um, so I think that my mind was clearer and, I was more focused and more driven um, and had more time uh, to actually execute and get this out into the marketplace. And uh, the result was pretty, pretty overwhelming. I just had an interesting question kind of pop in my head while you were talking about just the process of writing. This was something that was, like you said, it didn't come easily to you and you just started doing it and you just started taking one step, one foot in front of the other, and, and you weren't a born a writer and you weren't writing for your years and your childhood in this process. So I kind of like if you were to like look at a map, uh, maybe if, if you're looking at, um, you're going to, you'll get this analogy because of, of what you do in your business. If we're looking at a map of just traffic to a website and maybe that person wasn't doing anything and then something happened also. And if you're looking at the map and maybe we're looking at the map in June, all of a sudden you see all this traffic and all this activity. So in your in your map of your activity, what you're doing in writing, all of a sudden, it's the point when you start writing, you see there's so much activity of you writing. And it's something that it was an activity that you had never really, you know, done too much of in your life. So just that activity of you writing more and more. We talk about journaling a lot. Was that also just, just did that kind of come up more in your life? Uh, you know, thinking about um, 
stepping back from actually actual business writing, were you doing more writing of your own thoughts as well and thinking about things in your life and kind of getting outside of your head? Uh, was that something that also popped up? Um, I wasn't really journaling in the traditional sense, but I was reflecting a lot more. Um, That's interesting. And I mean, it was it was a tough switch to go from, I mean, even being a direct response copywriter, which I have plenty of experience in, to going to actually writing a physical book. You know, I've, I've published, you know, plenty of training programs and things on that during my career, but it was never an official book. So just switching gears there. But yeah, I did um, start reflecting on a lot of different things in my life because of it. What's what's one lesson maybe late, like this in this point in your life, th- something that you reflect on regularly? Um, it's kind of goes back to one of my kind of philosophies, and that is that I've learned so much in my 14-year career. I've failed more times than I can count. And it's really just educating people and that I have a gift to share. Um, I can help, whether it be, you know, somebody that's just struggling to get started, whether it's somebody that's looking to get over some certain hurdles, chances are I have a story to share with them about some of my struggles. So I kind of made it a point throughout this whole process that I was going to give uh, a little more freely of my time, even though it's our most valuable resource, um, in helping people as best way that I can and plant as many seeds as I can um, in the business world. And for example, I spoke at an event um, the other night where the majority of the target audience wasn't my target audience. Um, you know, they weren't the people that would hire my company, but yet I spent an hour of my time going through and presenting to them what I had learned to help them in their business because you never know in six months, in six years, they could come around and be the perfect ideal client for us. So I kind of go at it from a place of not really having specific expectations from giving of value into the marketplace and sharing what I have learned. And I think it'll come back tenfold at some point in time. It might not be tomorrow. It might not be the next day, but it, it'll come back to me eventually. Is there a point in in your life where the, the, the money that you're earning, it's not really about the money anymore? Like in the beginning, you, you, you want to be successful. You want to, you want to grow your, your net worth. You want to grow, but it just starts to, you start to recognize that, that, and that's what you're kind of sharing right now about how you're giving back now. And it's, it's interesting to kind of hear that transformation. Well, I mean, I, I've said this before, but there is, you never really, as an entrepreneur, I don't really think you ever have a level of success that you're happy with. Right, right. Um, it's, always, so, it's always getting pushed further and higher. It is. It always is. And the bigger businesses that we work with, there's always another tier into the process. And I think it's really being grateful with what you have and living in the moment. So our whole entire philosophy at our company and in my life is continuous improvement daily. Um, We're not forward thinking as much as we are figuring out how we can be better than we were yesterday. And I think that's proven out to be really well. And then rewarding yourselves for those small milestones keeps the motivation high. You know, and, and hearing hearing you say that continuous improvement daily, that is your your mantra for your business. Does that also spill into your personal life? You know, you mentioned how you had this big transformation with your health. It sounds like now 
if that's something that you're repeating to yourself, on a, you know, what we whisper to ourselves, the words that we say in our mind is, is, is one of the most powerful voices that will ever be in our lives. It's our own voice, the, the whispers that we you know, say to ourselves at night. So it sounds like things like that you say to yourself, especially at work, and it's con- being congruent with that saying, continuous improvement daily. I'm sure that affects your life in a profound way. Um, yeah, it, it transfers over into life as well as business. Um, it's that extra rep at the gym. It's yes. how can I, if, if, you, if you think about it this way, or maybe even as simple as that extra glass of water, it's something just a little bit better to help set it up for more success tomorrow. And if you think about this way, if you just improved your life or your business 1% every single day, you've completely transformed after 100 days. Yes. And you know, I, I think the interesting part about all that about success and transformation is I think so many entrepreneurs today think there's, there's just like this time limit that, that if you don't hit it in a certain amount of time, you're a failure. And I think you have to have obviously a certain amount of success where your 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 bills are paid and and you're not you know you're not struggling to put food on the table, and that could, um, and we're saying entrepreneurs. This could be if you're in your own career as well and you're working for a company. But I think that the real magic happens in your mind when you're able to remove that time constraint constraint component in your mind and and step back and just like you said, just instead of focusing on the time it has to get done of course you want to get it do a lot every day and be and be successful and create but if you remove that time constraint and just say i'm going to improve myself the best i can be every single day take these small steps like you said within a year if you if you're taking that consistent action you're going to be way further off and better off than where you were 365 days prior well yeah i mean it's kind of cliche but that old um saying that if you shoot for the moon, the worst that can happen is you're just going to hit the stars. Right, right. Um, And I think that's the thing. I mean, we have our big goals. Of course we do. Um, And we have the big vision for what things are going to turn out to be in business more so than in life necessarily. But we reward the little milestones and we pay attention to the consistent growth. I think rather than yeah, people don't reward themselves for the little things enough. It's it's all about the big big things in between. Yeah, but if then you burn out. You burn I out. Mean, yeah, I think because I mean it's a little bit more rewarding. Like we just hit some big milestones, for example. So I bought myself a new car. Awesome. Um, it's not a. I mean, it wasn't a huge thing because I kind of needed a new car, but it was just something that kept me motivated. Um, and just even the smallest thing, I mean, treat yourself to a massage, you know, do something that can really, you know, keep that motivation level high. And we, you know, did it with our entire team at the company. Just, we hit some numbers. So we bought everybody gift cards to specific places that they were most interested in. That's awesome. You know, it's not, the biggest thing in the world, but it's just something, Hey, thanks. You know, we, we try to encompass that with entire, our entire company culture is just to, you know, don't just keep grinding for the sake of grinding. We got to reward and kind of stop and smell the roses once in a while too. Well, your philosophy about continuous improvement daily, I, I think people forget about 
the process. The process is is the best part. That's the when when you're in the midst of it and you're and you're yeah in your mind you see oh I, I wish I was here and you only see yourself there. Most of the time, people looking in are like, "Wow, that person is really doing very well in their life." Like, and the, the person that's going through it, they don't see it. And you could even say relate this to your own life when you just you're you're sitting down at a restaurant, and you're like, you know, eavesdropping on a conversation. You you hear most of the time people talking about they're only talking about the big milestones in their life, talking about when when the business started, when the business hit a million dollars, when when they got married, when when they graduated college. What about the process? All the little moments in between. At the end of the day, that's life, right? That's the most beautiful thing. And if you could focus on those little moments, and and be like you said, be grateful for that stuff, then you could really you can start to improve your life. If you're if you because if you're not focusing on all those little moments and being grateful for them, it's hard to be grateful for when the big thing does finally come. You're gonna because you hear it, people they finally get the big thing and then they just they say, "What's next? What you know? What, what am I excited about?" Because they weren't focusing on being grateful for all the little things. Yeah. And it, it is like I said, there's, there's always that next tier and you just have to be patient and realize the process behind it. And one of the things I've struggled with my entire career is patience. Oh, I yeah. want things now. <laughs> oh yeah. I want it now. And having to wait and just really focus, take a deep breath and say, Hey, this is a process. Do you think do you think that's going to become a, a like an even bigger problem, especially today, which is how easy how easy it really is for that barrier of entry? Like someone listening right now can go create a Shopify store and start selling T-shirts, and yeah, they want it now. They want to have a hundred thousand dollars of sales in two months. You know, I mean, and it can happen. That right, it can happen. That's that's yes. the crazy thing and the beauty that we live in. It can happen, but people then don't realize that they're learning so much about the entire systems and processes that go into reaching a hundred thousand dollars in sales. And that, that whole process in between where, yeah, that's yeah. that the beauty of it. Like I said, it can happen, but they really, you have to focus on the process of it. Yeah, it, it is. It's, you know, the, I was an overnight success 10 years in the making. <laughs> right. Right. You hear about sometimes you can be, you can be jaded if you hear about a story of somebody that just hit it off right away. But, the, most of the time, the stories are, I've been working at this for 10 years. I've been working at this for 15 years. And it may not be, maybe you're not working at the same exact business for 15 years. It's it's everything that you've been doing for those 10 years, all those failures, you know, those little moments too. That I think we forget about the failure moments and, and how important they are and, and learning from them and not beating ourselves up too much about when we fail, but saying, okay, wh- what does that mean to our lives? Like here, you were reflecting yesterday about, um, I'm sure when you were, trying to finally remove that component from your life of drinking. Yeah, it was, it was stressful. It was, it was hurtful in your mind. Like, why am I doing this? But you were able to focus that, okay, I don't, even though I've, I failed in this way or I don't, I don't want to use it anymore. How am I going to shift? And, and you were able to kind of get step outside of yourself with perspective and say, by removing this, this is how it's going to, it's, it's going to help me in X, Y, Z. Yeah. I mean, that, that's the thing is, is we live in such a noisy digital world of instant gratification that people just don't, realize that it's stressful and there's there's negatives and we live in the social world where everybody shows off all of the cool things and the positive side of things but they never really share the negatives and even though we're on the positivity show um it's that every single successful person no matter what level they are they have pitfalls they have downtimes they have second guessing themselves they have all of these things and I think people need to realize that, that it isn't all roses and butterflies that are touted on social media. 
that there are struggles there too, but you need to embrace those struggles to learn from it and expand. And then you just build those blocks every day and you just keep stacking the blocks, trying to be better. And then it eventually compounds into you eventually have a wall. Somebody told you me, know, told me recently your, your mess is your message. Yeah. I mean, I believe in it and it's part of the reason why, you know, I mean, I do shows like this and things like that to just share the message and just realize that, it is a process. There is going to be some tough times. You know, I remember not too long ago where it's like, how are we going to make payroll this month? That's a, that's, that is a, that is a difficult feeling. Yeah. You know, I mean, it happens, but you just keep pushing, you keep believing in yourself and in your message and you're going to come out on top as a result. And that's, you know, I, I, I applaud any that has stayed. I think that's awesome that you are, that you, you built a company and then you hire people and you give that, you give, you create livelihoods for for another person and i think as as an employee if if you're listening right now and you're an employee of somebody and you're not happy with where you are it could be it could be hard to to also step outside when you're trying to like work your way up in a company or be just reflectful of where you work you have to think about that too you have to think put yourself in if you want to improve in your job you got to put yourself in the owner's shoes and and how can you help build and bring up that brand, that image of that company? And and I think that's where you know, because here you here you are, Justin, a business owner, sharing that that very intimate thing to you is is that feeling sometimes, or are you going to make payroll? Because you're you are covering the livelihood of other people. And I think as an employee, you don't see that. It's it's very hard to see that because you you just expect you expect that paycheck that that's getting paid to you, which is understood because you're you're getting hired for a job. Yeah, I mean, there was months when we were first starting out that everybody got paid, but me and my business partner. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and just thinking about it from that standpoint is put forth that extra effort from an employee standpoint. And I've I've told my wife this several times. It's not about us anymore. It is in a sense, but I've got more families. They've got kids. They've got husbands. They've got wives. Yeah, and and this that lesson really applies to your here. If you have a family, sometimes it's not. It's especially when you have kids. Like once you have kids, it's no longer about you. It's about your children. And if you mm-hmm. put yourself in their shoes and what what are their needs and where they're coming from, I think anytime. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a father yet. I I don't know what it's like to be a parent. But just from all the conversations I have with with family and friends that do have kids, the the magic really happens and and breakthroughs happen when when you, the when the parent steps outside of themselves and they they get outside of their own head and they take the time to understand where the child is coming from, putting themselves in that child's mind. So I think same thing for employer to employee, the employee putting themselves in the employer's mind and then the same vice versa, the employer putting themselves in the employee's mind and, and, and their, their shoes. So, mm-hmm. so Justin, we are at the end of the show. This has been an absolutely great episode. And I just want to ask you one final question because, and I always remind everybody listening. I like to say it to, to, to you who's on the show is I, I'm very appreciative of your time. We're so busy today. And just for you coming on and spending some time with us yesterday and today, I want to ask you this last question. It's kind of like a little time capsule question for, for each guest that comes on. And you kind of like summed it up between the two shows. So if you were suddenly at the end of your life and you were reflecting on all that you have been through, all that you have done, all that you have created, what kind of impact would you want to be remembered for? Was I... 
I mean, that's, that's, it is kind of a tough question, but I want to be remembered for the stuff that I gave and that I helped lift other people up as a process and that I was able to help people, um, beautiful as a result. Um, I think is probably the biggest things in that. I mean, people ask the question, I mean, you pretty much did about, you know, what's your legacy? Um, is I just wanted to be remembered for somebody that was just a good human being. Excellent. Awesome. Thank you, Justin, so much for sharing that. Guys, check him out at www.conversionfanatics.com to see more about what Justin's doing. And Justin, what is the best way for, if somebody's listening for them to reach out to you uh, today, if they, go, if they go to the website or maybe one of the best <laughs> social media platforms to connect? Um, you can find all of my contact information, social channels by going to Clixo, C-L-Y-X-O, Dot com, Justin Christensen, all one word. Excellent. All right, Justin, thank you so much for coming on. This has been a wonderful two days, and uh, I look forward to speaking to you in the future. Take care. All right. Thanks, Thomas. Hey, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Positivity Effect. I hope we stirred self-reflection in you on topics like transparency compassion, and empathy. If you're enjoying the show, please head over to PositivityEffects.com and support the show by making a purchase. During the month of May, just enter promo code LAUNCH and you will receive 10% off your order. If you haven't had a chance also, please head over to iTunes and leave a review. They mean the world and they help get the word out about the show. So thank you again for tuning in. See you tomorrow, guys, for another episode of The Positivity Effect.